The diamond I realized is that I have to be Empathy Museum presents A Mile in My Shoes. These shoes are a pair of black leather slip-on smart shoes. They still have the shine and look like they can still get the job done. These shoes belong to Adrian. This is his story. So the pair of shoes I'm handing over are the pair of shoes I wore to uh, a reception in Buckingham Palace by the Prince of Wales, uh, where Cypriot uh, culture, Cypriot, the Cypriot community in the United Kingdom was celebrated by um, Prince Charles. And uh, I think these shoes are what have a combination of both Cyprus and the United Kingdom. So walk in my shoes. My name is Adrian Patsalos, I'm 25, I'm a Cypriot citizen in the United Kingdom and I work for the National Federation of Cypriots in the UK. So I was born in South Africa uh, on Freedom Day, the day Nelson Mandela became president. I stayed in South Africa till I was five years old and then my parents uh, decided it was best for us to move to Cyprus. So I grew up in Cyprus, I went to uh, Greek school over there and then at the age of 17 I decided it was a good idea to pack up and go to the United Kingdom. So my parents got divorced when I was quite young and um, because the situation in South Africa was getting quite dangerous, crime was picking up, poverty was going up, up as well. Um, we moved to Cyprus with my dad and my grandmother. My dad worked to put food on the table so our grandmother was really the pillar of the family, of the house. They say your grandmother is twice a mother. She gave us a lot of uh, love in ways that we might have not recognized as kids, as kids, but when we look back now, the sacrifices that woman made for us has really um, encouraged me to, to give more, to think of how I can help other people and help without expecting something in return. My mother was born and bred in South Africa. All her family was in South Africa. And uh, as a South African citizen to go live in Cyprus, you need a visa. And if you're not married to a Cypriot citizen, they won't give you a visa unless you're coming for work. So again, immigration status becomes an issue. So the last time I saw her was uh, when we left South Africa, before turning five. And then at the age of 10, um, she passed away to cancer. It's part of life. I think as, as sad as those times have been, and of course all of those things have an impact on, on you as a person, on you as a child, but those are the things that have made me stronger and enabled me to maybe become a bit more stubborn to go and pursue my dreams and, and make my aunt and my mother proud from where they are and make sure my grandmother feels that her hard work and her sacrifices paid off. I, again, I feel blessed, I feel lucky to have had the opportunities I've had through the European Union. If it wasn't for um, me being a European citizen, having access to student loans, I would have never been enabled to study. It's always been a mission to sort of belong or fit into the society I've been living in. 
when we moved to Cyprus, someone coming from abroad was quite uh, not, not a usual thing. Most kids were born and bred in Cyprus. Um, so I was the, the African guy, where in, in South Africa was the Greek. You know, I think in, in, in London it was a bit of a honeymoon uh, for a good six years. Um, you know, there was no, no labeling, no nothing. It was Adrian. He's here to study, he's here to work, he's here to um, follow his dreams. But as uh, soon as that referendum happened, all of a sudden, uh, that, that became an issue again. Uh, that became uh, a thing I have to be aware of, a thing I have to deal with. I think since the 24th of June, um, the day of the results of the referendum, I've certainly been once more made aware of my identity, where I come from. Um, all of a sudden you need to worry about immigration status, uh, can I stay in this country? How do I do that? And that's how settled status came around and I applied for that. But it was a very stressful process once more because where my mind was at ease, that I'm here as a EU citizen, I don't have to worry, um, once more that changed and once more I was worrying, okay, how do I fit into this society? Uh, am I welcome here? Um, so it, it, was, it was the end of the honeymoon. It was a setback in a way. I think... Comparing it to the Britain I arrived at in, in 2011, uh, forward-looking, uh, open, uh, welcoming environment, a welcoming nation. T comparing it to today's situation, it's a xenophobic, uh, unwelcoming um, nation that wants to uh, close its doors, um, not recognize the contribution migrants have to this country and also uh, the, the contribution British people have to other European nations where they migrate. In all honesty, before the referendum, I, do not, I did not think of leaving the United Kingdom. I saw myself staying here, working here, um, building myself up as an adult, as a professional. Um, but since the referendum, I've always thought to myself, would I be better off packing up and going? Um, and every, every year I go back to visit family. Um, it, it's tempting to, to just go somewhere where uh, there's no doubt that you're welcome. There's no doubt that um, you'll be valued as, as a member of society, as a professional that works and contributes and pays tax. I mean, on news you see so many times on, on uh, how migrants have come here and taken our jobs and all these negative narratives, but no one talks about the immense contribution uh, Europeans have made to society with their work, uh, with the taxes they pay. I mean, I've paid a lot of taxes uh, since I've worked in the United Kingdom and uh, to be treated as someone who's just been a burden to society is, is really unfair. Um, and that's something I think a lot of Europeans feel and uh, have, has, it has driven them to, to pack up and go. So working for the Cypriot Federation has really motivated me to do more, as much as I can, to achieve a free United Cyprus where the country is united, people can get along, people can live there without any foreign interference, without any fear of uh, being attacked or being occupied or being, um, uh, feeling any hatred from any other uh, Cypriot, uh, any other foreign interference. So that's, that's really my aspiration to try and do my bit to unite my country. I mean, I've been in situations in my life where we've had problems as a family that could not be fixed. Um, there was no solution, no matter how much uh, effort or money or uh, appetite there was to, to resolve an issue. Uh, a relative of mine uh, was diagnosed with motor neuron disease. Uh, 
and uh, it's a horrible disease that has no cure and um, within a very short amount of time, no matter how healthy that individual is, passes away and that's a problem that cannot be fixed. So it really, uh, f it really strikes me when you see all of this uh, divisiveness, uh, all of this anger you see in media, all of this hatred and people can't just find a common ground, they can't compromise, they can't get along uh, and they don't appreciate all the great stuff they have in life that other people would give everything I have to be given one more chance just to continue living, continue enjoying all the blessings we have in this city, in this country, in this world. Living in London before the EU membership became an issue was a place where I felt happy, I felt that I belonged, I felt that I could do whatever I believed I wanted to do, I could achieve my dreams, I could enjoy life. Um, the London between 2012 and 2016 was the place where I felt the happiest and it's a pity that that's not the case anymore. I do like Greek music quite a lot. I think um, the traditional Greek music uh, with a bouzouki uh, that they play in the bouzoukia quite a lot. I think um, they express uh, often pain and sad times. It can be very romantic, it can be very uh, heartbreaking, but um, I think there's, there's something to Greek music that uh, enables people to express either it's moments of happiness or sadness or love or joy or, or no matter what. I think a big thank you to British society. It's enabled me to do a lot. It's it's given me a lot of opportunities that I'm extremely grateful for and as long as I'm living in the UK I will try and give back to British society as much as I can. Adrian's story was produced by Melissa Viney. His shoes are part of a growing collection of footwear hosted by the Empathy Museum's A Mile in My Shoes exhibition. The, moment we hit our this is one time when the shoes and stories come from all over the world. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram to find out where we go next. <laughs>